What drives you? What inspires you? Let's ignite your why. Welcome to another episode of Ignite Your Why podcast. I'm your host, Austin T. Gully. We're here to have genuine conversations with authentic people to help amplify their voice and figure out what ignites their why. Today's guest was born and raised in Covington, Kentucky. He's an alumnus of the one and only Holmes High School. He's a former collegiate athlete and is currently studying psychology at Northern Kentucky University. On top of all that, he's the freshman soccer coach at Boone County High School works in education at Glen Swings Elementary, and is a co-host of the Tez and Dev podcast. Let's give a warm welcome to Mr. Montez Taylor. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. <laughs> I am so tired, but I'm super excited for this episode. Some of you guys may not know, but Montez and I were like inseparable in high school. <laughs> Salt and pepper, baby. Salt and pepper. <laughs> So I'm super excited for this conversation. I feel like it's going to be a fun one. Uh, so let's just hop straight into it. All right. What is your story? Well, I mean, you said it. Grew up in Covington, born and raised. Uh, grew up in a house full of women. It was me, my mom, my grandma, my two aunts. So. Father figure. I knew my father for sure. I mean, I got shipped over there. Yes, shipped over there in the summertime. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, just... So just being around women, the emotions of a woman, the how they're strong, you know, hard-headed. That's where I get it from, stubbornness. Um, but then you're also a Taurus. Yeah, so bullheaded. That plays a little. Yeah, that plays, <laughs> that, that, that plays a little effect for sure. I was like, that's definitely a factor because <laughs> I mean, I'm a Taurus as well. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't anything too rough. Like you have your problems. We bounce here and there. Um, Changed schools maybe three times, so it's not terrible, but you know, it still messes with you a little bit. Uh, home life is just electricity will go out, water will go out. But at the time you're a kid, you're just with your family, so you're just having fun and you don't think of it now. But when you think of it as now, as you're an adult, you're like, oh wow, that wasn't really the best situation. But I mean, we made do, it was fun, family environment. I mean, uh, it's just that's it, really. I mean, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's wild to me because like when I think of like I think back to like growing up right and I tell people all the time was like I was very fortunate mm-hmm. like I had both of my parents in the household didn't have to like really worry right but then there were people like my friends who like didn't have that same experience right but the one thing I always loved about you and like your family is how family oriented you guys are. I'm a huge family person and you can just see like the love and the care. And I think that like truly goes a long way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because regardless of what situations you're in, if you have that like love and support, that's all that really matters. Right. Yeah. You know, and some kids in our like neighborhood aren't that fortunate. Right. Right. They don't have that, that good home life. So kind of, and you're, when you work in the school district, I feel like you kind of realize that because you work there now, but like Mm -hmm. you get exposed to all of that to a lot and it's just like wild to me so I kind of want to talk about this a little bit so like you mentioned how like you moved schools and like Mm -hmm. you realized you never really noticed how it impacted you right how did it impact you now like looking back like how did how do you think that like changed your trajectory in life so I think from elementary school the easiest transition was from Glenno Swing to John G which 
I mean, they were same district, so it was fairly in the same area. So that was fine. But from Holmes Middle School, I went to Pleasant Hill Academy in Cincinnati. And that was like a whole new world because I was taught one way and they're way ahead of me. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I really got to pick up my game. So I was like, uh. So I just feel like you're behind all the time, all the time, and just trying to catch back up. And when you're finally there, they're still moving on. So that was terrible. And then the transition from Holmes my freshman year and then my sophomore year going to Boone County was just – they do things differently. So at Holmes, what, we do algebra, geometry, then algebra 2. Well, they did algebra, algebra 2, then geometry. So when I came back to Holmes, I'm taking geometry with all these freshmen. I'm like, oh, wait, uh, what is this? Like, I don't, I, I'm supposed to be here. Yes, I know this, but I'm not supposed to be here. But I mean, it, it's, it was pretty cool now that I think about it because it shows you where even though it's in the same state and just right over the pond, we're all in different areas and we do things different ways. And it, it affected me because like, I just feel like you try so hard to be where you need to be, but at the same time, it feels like it's not enough because they could be way more advanced. And I'm not saying no one is more advanced than the other place, but it's just, they do things differently. If you're not used to it, it's foreign. So it's really complicated to grasp a hold of what you're supposed to do. So, I mean, it was yeah. rough. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like, I never, like, transferred schools, Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I don't really know, like, that aspect, but it kind of makes me think of that transition to, like, college, right? It's kind of, like, new atmosphere, different, like, you're not fully prepared. I feel like you're never really prepared for change. Uh, It's kind of, we just adapt as we go. So, it's, it's interesting to see because it's, like, each of those experiences you had have played a role in shaping you into who you are. And Holmes is completely different than a lot of schools. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't even imagine, like, going from Holmes to Boone County. Yeah. Right? It was, it was, You're in, like, a completely different demographic. Yeah. So it's, like, was it, like, a culture shock to you? Because, like, I always wanted to, like, know. Because it's, like, completely different from, like, how I view it. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny you say that. So it's, like, it, so, like, you go to Holmes, blacks, whites, Guatemalans. Typical. Like, that's what we used to see, right? Go to Boone County, it's blacks, whites, Mexicans, Africans. So it's like a huge variety of a little bit of everything. So I'm like, oh, that kid's black like me. And then he starts speaking a different language. I was like, whoa, you're, you are, but you're, but you're not. And then you got his friend that speaks Spanish. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, I know that. But it's just, it's wild. So... It's it's just wild to see. I've never met someone from, obviously, Guatemala. And then David, he's from, not from Mexico, but his family's from Mexico. So I got to see that. But from people from, like, Africa, that that was wild. And even working with them now, like, as they're on the team, they just go off on each other. I'm like, this is awesome. I have no idea what you're saying, (laughs) but this is awesome. That's funny because, like, I, I recently accepted the varsity head coach job at Holmes. Yeah. Our alma mater. Yeah. But I met with uh, Beachwood's old coach, uh, Mr. Zach Recton. Okay. You guys may have heard his wife, Leanne Recton, in this season, premiere of this season. 
But when I was meeting with him, I was like, just give me some advice. Right. And he was telling me like different coaching tactics, mm. but he was telling me like one time when they played Holmes, most of our kids are Spanish speaking. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they had an assistant on their team who was bilingual and they understood Spanish. And he was like, my coach was just laughing. And I was like, I was like, why? <laughs> He's like, do you hear like what they're saying? He's like, I don't understand Spanish. He's like, they're literally going off on each other right now. And I'm just like, okay. It makes me like <laughs> think, because I'm not bilingual. Right, so, exactly. Like, and like my assistant is, like mm-hmm. he does speak Spanish. But like, that's like one of my biggest like worries is like, yeah. they're going to be arguing on the field and I'm going to have no idea. Right, yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it just goes to show because it's like people communicate in different ways. And yeah. There's so many different cultures out there. And just being exposed to those cultures, I feel like we just grow and learn. Yeah, for it's sure. super interesting. I love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Man. All right, that brings me <laughs> totally off subject. But sorry, Glenda Swing. Don't don't fire me. But <laughs> there was a fifth grader. I'm not gonna say any names, but you know, I was just doing my own thing, get my stuff ready, packing up for the day. And then he comes by and just yells at me. And I'm like, what? He yells at me in Spanish. I'm like, he didn't say that. And I said, what did you just say to me? And he says it again. And I heard manana, tequila. And I was like, I don't drink that. And he was like, oh, you know what I said? And then his friends just started to bust it out laughing. I was like, yeah, I don't know a lot, but I can't put some things together. <laughs> and I think that's like, I tell people all the time, it's like, I know like the basics not even because <laughs> i feel like i had a shitty experience in spanish in high school like miss benavidez i didn't have her oh my god uh i had miss dylan okay for spanish one right yeah and then i had nancy miss espinosa mm. for spanish too okay, yeah, 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 yeah. but here's the thing so if you're not from kentucky Kentucky has this like rule that you have to take two so foreign languages, annoying. two classes. So annoying. So I went into Spanish too, right? Well, Miss Espinosa was pregnant, right? So she left in like maybe like November. Mm-hmm. It's like they usually get like three months. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she never came back. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we had a sub for literally from November to May. Yeah. Learned absolutely nothing. Like, we, like, just did packets the whole time. Like, our sub was um, Miss Harriet. The only sub I really remember is Miss AC. Ah, Miss AC. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of eighth grade. Oh, my goodness, no. Two girls got into a fight, and she just got her shit racked, bro. Ugh. Like, Ugh. literally, like, I was like, and she tried to break it up. I said, Miss AC, you don't get paid for that. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like, you don't get paid enough for that. She came to Glenno Swing, and I said, it's not being disrespectful. I was like, wow, you're still around? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how you doing, Miss AC? I'm good. Did she remember you? Uh, Mm. I said, I'm the one who played at home, so you're starting to play for coming to land. And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then her whole (laughs) accent. And I was like, yeah, okay, I got to go now. That is so funny. No, I just remember, like, my Spanish two final, I got a hundred only because okay, mom, dad, don't get mad. <laughs> um, 
anyone who's listening, this is not okay. Like, don't do it ever. But we had a sub. So, like, some of my friends, like, we had her first bell. Like, mm. it was the first class we had. And the answer key was on the desk. See, this is... So... <laughs> All too well. All right. All so, too so the well. answer key was on the desk. So, um, at the time, I believe it was... Um, I don't remember who it was, but someone took pictures of it. Mm. And, like, we all kind of just, like, cheated in a sense. Uh, <laughs> but... It got around. It's not cheating. No, it's like, your resources. <laughs> it got around. No, these pictures got around. So by the time third period came around, like they knew. Wow. Ruined it for everybody? I didn't care. I already what? took my test. <laughs> That's messed up. Ruined it for everybody. But it was just like, I just felt like I was robbed of an experience yeah. of like Spanish. Because it was like, I didn't learn anything. I wasn't going to pass that final right. because like you weren't teaching me anything. Yeah. You don't even speak Spanish. So when I went to like schedule for junior year, you want to take Spanish three? No, I'm cool. Because if I can't even, I, I didn't learn anything for right. six months. Like that's funny. That's, that must be a trend at home though. Well, I don't know. Like obviously can't speak on it now, but so I had Miss Benavides, mm-hmm. and then after spring break, not spring break after winter break, she retired, so she was gone. I literally was passing that class with flying colors. Wrote on my test. I literally don't know what to say. She gave me a hundred. I was like, sub? Yeah, bad. I was like, cool. After winter break, Mr. Abston comes in. Why does that name sound familiar? Man, if you've seen him, you would know. Shout out to you, Mr. Abston. Shout out to you. I'm going to send you this link once I get it so you can hear this. But anyway, my A plus went to a D minus so quick because like, my boy knew what he was doing, but he... But you did not. Yeah, he, he knew what he was doing, and I absolutely did not. So I passed the class with a D plus, whatever. I passed it, survived. Come back senior year. Look at my schedule. Second thing in the morning, guess what I had? Mr. Abston. He said, Montez. He said, Mr. Abston. Like that Kevin Hart scenario. He was like, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Abston. That oh, is so it was just so long, man. But it went from me not knowing what to do and me kind of knowing what to do. And Mr. Abson, I'm sorry, but I'm snitching on Marcus Mullins and Summer Jaunting. Yeah, the yeah, I'm snitching. The and Rod. Oh, Rod Avery. Yeah, I'm snitching on you too. Uh our final exam. You thought you were slick separating, you know, the question. There was an A test and a B test. Yeah. You wanted to dazzle it because you left to deal with a bunch of other children and their disputes. So we, as well, looked at the answer key. <laughs> and you also had to teach the Guatemalans English. And you said, you help me help you kind of thing. They helped us on the exam as well. And we helped them with theirs. So <laughs> more like a group project, not necessarily cheating. <laughs> it's like, like it was definitely a, a group effort. So and it's not like I passed. Like, I would have loved 100. I got like a, a 90. I mean, still an A, but like still. I have so many stories. <laughs> like, I feel like there's so many things I did in high school. And I'm just like, wow, that was so wrong. Yeah. yeah. I remember... Uh, <laughs> this is so off topic but I remember chemistry I fucking hated chemistry chemistry class I had it it was like that weird thing where like I had it for fourth block mm-hmm. and it was like 90 minutes long and I only had it for half the year 
Well, I had Mr. Cronin. I don't know if you remember yeah, him. Shout out to you, bro. If you listen. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool. He was like my football coach. Like he was dope. Um, but he like would always like give us our tests, right? And he would let us turn in our like study guides for extra credit. But the study guide was literally our test, right? And we're gonna turn that in. No, like he made us, <laughs> no, he made us turn it in like after the test. So we just kept our study guides under our test. Yeah. And that, kind of just like that, yeah. <laughs> went down the line. But the thing was, it's like, I remember it was me, Brooke Bowling, Amari Pearson, and Taylor Bashir. Oh. And I think Sierra Manning. We were all in that class together. We all sat in the same row. We literally just did not care. Like we had so right, much fun. Yeah. But we would plan it. Like, we'd be like, okay, like, we all can't get hundreds, because that's sus. So, is it, whose turn is it this time? Yeah. <laughs> we literally, because we had four, like, we had four or five tests. So, like, we would all, like, but, like, we would never get lower than an A, right? Like, I would miss one question, <laughs> you would miss two, like, kind of, like, planning it out. Heck? Because it's, like, if we're all getting a hundred, yeah, like, that's suspicious, suspicious yeah, as hell. right. And it was just funny, because, like, I feel like everyone in that class did it. Because, like, he would, like, come and he's like, you guys all had the best average out of all my classes. And we were like, yeah, because we're smart. <laughs> guys, I don't even use chemistry or Spanish right now. We're not we're not saying you should cheat. I mean, no. it's just, it's just, just use your resources, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's your fault for this not is, using your resources. This is growing up in an inner city, guys. <laughs> it it's, helped me a long way at Thomas More, too, so... Quizlet. Best friend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Okay, enough of our, oh, yeah, well, man. About <laughs> our stories from high school. Let's just go into the next segment here because we totally went off track. <laughs> oh, man. See, this is why when we get together. It's good times. Yes. Good times, for sure. So let's just sc- right. move. Yep. Let's start, try to take our brains <laughs> and move forward. Back to the topic, for sure. So, this next segment is kind of like the chunk of everything. All right. So my question for you is, uh, what is it that truly inspires you? But more importantly, what is it that ignites your why? Um, ooh, that's a great question. It's deep. Yeah. Uh, I would say kids for sure. Uh, for the longest time, you know where you go through that phase. You're like, oh, I don't know what I want to do in my life. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. And then I was blessed with the opportunity to work in the after-school program. Shout out, Tom Haggard. Uh, <laughs> and it was just like, the goat. I'm not working with kids. I'm going to just show up, do my job, get this money, leave, whatever. And then went there the next day. It was like, same mentality, forget these kids, whatever, get this bread, leave. And then as the year went on, I'm like, oh, these kids are actually pretty funny. There, there was a kid, a kindergartner, came up to me bawling his eyes out. He was like, Mr. Moss has, he, 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 he. I was like, calm down. He's like, what'd he say? He called me, uh, he called me a motherfucker. <laughs> a kindergartner. I was like, kids are hilarious, man. Like, that was the point. But it went on to, like, broaden. Like, it just wasn't kids. It was young adults and adults it's just i'm a people person if i can interact with you and just get a little glimpse of who you are 
you just opened up to me and you didn't even know it. That's awesome. And I didn't like make you do it. You were just comfortable, comfortable enough to like open up to me and you don't even know who I am. Like communication, social skills, because my social skills are terrible. Like don't even know how I am an educator. Like <laughs> Social skills are not great, but body language, just energy is real. I was never a firm believer in energy, but energy is definitely real. You put in all that negative energy towards something, it just makes the day a living hell. But if you, if you're the light of somebody's day because you never know when they're in a dark place, so amazing. It's, it's literally so wild because like, I do it like for the same reasons. Yeah, because it's like I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Worked at the after school program. Shout out to Tom. Go. Yes. <laughs> Go did. <laughs> but like originally, like it was just. I feel like you and I are similar in certain ways. Mm. Like, I'm very shy and very timid. You might not know this from this podcast. It might not come <laughs> off that way. But, like, when I'm, like, meeting new people or mm. talking in, like, big groups, like, I feel like I've seen so much growth from working with these students. Right, yeah. But it's also just, like, for me, it was, like, okay, like, I'm from here. Mm. I, like walked like these same kind of shoes yeah. may not have the same circumstances right. but i get it like i get where you're coming from and it's just really making that difference and showing them that it is possible yeah and it's kind of probably why you got into coaching is that why you got into coaching honestly i got into coaching because i couldn't give up the game <laughs> i would have to say soccer and i we got married got divorced trying to work it out again you know <laughs> but but now it's just it never stops. You you can understand understand the game a whole lot more. And there's just still so much to learn. And it's just teaching life skills with something that they love and that you also love makes it 10 times easier than just to be like, hey, you grow up, you got to do this because you got to, you know? It's just, it's an easy tool to use to be like, hey, this is teaching you discipline, but it's fun for you. So it's not really discipline it's structured maybe for some kids scenarios this is the most structure they've ever had Mm -hmm. but it's fun so they're like oh okay i I can get with this so that's why i got into coaching because it's a tool and a platform that you can use to better someone else's life and it's soccer so (laughs) (laughs) no i get it i tell i told the boys the other day because we just had a meeting Mm -hmm. i was like we are here to like to make you guys better individuals right yeah uh, to be better humans and better soccer players right because there is life outside of sports. Um, and a lot of kids kind of dream of playing at the collegiate level. Um, and being a collegiate athlete is hard itself, no matter what level you play at. Um, and I think people kind of think that it's D1 or bust. Right, yeah. Uh, but if you play NAIA or you play D3, like, you are still better than, like, 95% of athletes around the world. So a lot of work. It's it's a job essentially, yeah. Um, yeah. but I try to I I get it. Um, mm-hmm. Coaching you have that platform to not only make a difference in like their athletic career but right. their lives in general. Yeah, um, and I I got my passion from coaching from having one of the best coaches. Yeah, um, in See, high school. So I got a bone to pick with that guy. Why? <laughs> Every time I see that man, we would have won against Holy Cross if someone didn't foul in the box. I literally cleared the kid's head. Mm. I can't help that the ref was on the knees. Think about it, though. Game. Was that the district game? Yeah. 
Yeah. First of all, so went, it's your, went the fuck off. It's your fault. No, no, no. Haven't gone to no, 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 no. Listen, listen. I went the fuck off. Top two goal scorers my senior year, and then I don't even want to hear it for my junior, your senior. Year, I don't want to hear that because we literally had you, Sergio Vancini, Austin but, Simpson, but the listen, big listen, train dude. But listen to this though. Me and Tom, Tom, y'all need to meet Tom Haggard. This dude is a blessing. In yes, disguise. for sure. Like, Dude has a heart of gold, and I just love him to death. Man. But my senior year, since you want to come for my team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely coming for your that. team. We didn't choke like y'all. Oh, oh, oh. So don't, don't, don't come for me <laughs> like that. He did not say that. Okay. All y'all right. had a shot. Right. No, right. Go ahead. Continue. I'm going to let you. What was the one thing we were missing my senior year? A goalie. Boom. Yeah. Goalie. That is the one thing we were missing. Yeah. Because Tom and I have had this conversation multiple times. Because if we could have had you and David Lemus. Yeah, on the field. Trust on me. On the field. Wanted to be there. In the midfield. Wanted to be there. And had either Logan Daniel or Roy. I tried to get Logan to come out. He was like, oh, please, Tucker. I know. He waited a year too late. <laughs> <laughs> but we, like, Holy Cross had a good game plan against us that game. Mm-hmm. They shut down all the speed. Shut it all down. That was their game plan. Yeah, they shut because it I remember, all down. I remember some kid from Holy Cross. I don't remember his name. But he transferred to our school. And he played at Holy Cross. And he was a senior. And he was like, yeah, our game plan was just to shut down you in Austin. Yeah. That's, that's it. It worked. But, okay, my side of the story, guys. All right? Since <laughs> you want to call us chokers. That was... Man, did I tell you about the Cuff Cath game after that, too? No. Oh, uh, well. But, Holy Cross game. I'm like, I'm on one, y'all. It's cold. I woke up mad for some reason, too. I think something happened at home. I couldn't tell you. Don't even know. Got there late. Freezing. Like, so cold. Are we making excuses? No. Ain't no uh, excuses. Hey, man, my man <laughs> raised no hope. You feel me? <laughs> so, in the team picture, I got it in my office. My face is literally like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, I'm here to do one job, and I fuck everybody. All right? <laughs> so, start off. Going in, battling, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then I finally, you know, get a little get a little niche. You know, I'm in the rhythm. This goalkeeper on Holy Cross, like, boots it midfield. One of their strikers comes down. I'm talk- talking like rips a shot on Logan. Logan blocks it. He couldn't get his hands on it. Like, so it bounced off his body or something. Mm-hmm. And then somebody just like, I'm watching the whole thing. Like, I don't even know why I'm watching it. Like, I could be down there helping. So I'm like jogging back a little bit. So it is your fault. Yeah, jog- listen, <laughs> jogging back a little bit. And then dude just try to do like a little love tap. So I'm sprinting. You hear Haggard, go Demontes, go. <laughs> so I just literally slid, kicked the ball before it crossed the line, hot backed up, screamed in his face, was like, let's go. I'm like that. No, whole team's hyped. Logan was like, damn, you saved my ass. I appreciate you. It's like, bro, I got you, bro. Come on. I'm here. That's what I do. Top two goal scorers on our team that year. David Lemus, Kerry Alaska. For that game, fuck you both. But I love you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you both. But I love you guys. All right? You're telling me you score, you score every game. I don't score. I defend. And I score and you don't. Add that up. Come on now. You scored? Yeah. On some bullshit, but I did it. (laughs) (laughs) I told, I told, I said, Jalen, it was a free kick. Carrie kicked it. 
I said, Carrie, kick it in front of the wall. He said, kick it in front of the wall. I said, kick it in front of the wall. He said, okay. okay. I said, Jalen, set me a screen. He said, a screen. Like basketball? I said, because Jalen didn't really know soccer. Yeah. And he was like, like basketball? I said, yes, exactly like basketball, because they was pulling my jersey left and right. So I'm walking, looked at Carrie, gave him a stare, like, do what I said. You know what I'm saying? Do, do what I said. And he gave me a little head nod. Jalen ran around, Jalen jumped up in the air. It was like the shittiest scissor kick ever. Like, it would if it was just a movie, it would have been on bloopers because it was so shitty. <laughs> but and then, like the goalkeeper took a weird dive and like bounced on the shitty grass that they have and yeah, went underneath them. Awful. Hey, when I tell y'all I was screaming, because like, let's go. Was it one to one at that point? Yeah. And then Heath was like, no, it was one nothing. We scored first. Yeah. Mm. And then Heath was like, how you playing right now? How you playing right now? Like you don't want to go home? Like, yeah, I'm like that for sure. That's wild because like I think back to like my senior year yeah. when we played Holy Cross. And I think that game could have been completely different. Yeah. Because could. think about this. Guys, we're so, so yeah, my bad, guys. My but bad. we were it was two to two, remember? And then Sergio scored his third goal and they called it back with like a minute left in the first half. And I don't know what happened, but we like collapsed and then Holy Cross came down and scored and took a 3-2 lead. So instead of us having a 3-2 lead at halftime, they had a 3-2 lead at halftime. And it was just like... Was that the game I hit my head on the crossbar? It was, yes. Oh my gosh. Good times, man. Good times. <laughs> got hops, y'all. <laughs> but I remember it was ringing. And then it was like, you know, the things like it's super low, low. And then you just come to and it's loud. Like a vibration? Yeah, it's like, like a ringing sound. Yeah, it was like, yeah. it was Brockoff, kick the ball out, kick the ball out, kick the ball out. And then it was like, kick the ball out. I'm like, whoa, what is happening? And then John Bradley comes out on the field. He's like, you good? I was like, yeah, I'm good. Mr. Bradley. Let's get back up and play. He's like, well, you can't. I was like, why can't I? He's like, because if I come out on the field, that means you have to get off. I said, I then why the hell did you come? <laughs> Just like that. But anyway, sorry, guys. That was off topic. So you... I'm not going to talk about Cupcat. Yeah, we don't talk about yeah. that. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. now I get it. And I think it's amazing how, like, just watching your, like, story and how you, like, went from being this player to now this coach. Um, hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> on September 6th, you're on the wrong side. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's hey, but always, always a bulldog, man. I know. I, I got, I, and I think that's what I love. It's like you and Ryan. Shout out to Ryan Black. Um, you guys have been so supportive. Yeah, and I think I love that. It's just that one day, <laughs> and that's not, fair. We're just not going to be friends. Yeah, that, that's fair. I'm gonna go over, shake your hand, say how you doing. You ready? Boom. That's it. No, we ain't talking before. You know, you know, what he, <laughs> <laughs> you know what he told me though. He said, I text him and said, Yeah, Gullet got the job, and he's like. Congrats, man. I was like, yeah, it's dope. It was cool. He's like, would you like to be the varsity coach that game? <laughs> and I was like, that would be awesome, but no, I'm not ready. I'll just take my back seat. Uh, I'll just take my back seat. He's scared, y'all. A little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm not going to lie. He's scared. I'm not going to lie. Nah, I was looking at, um, y'all play Beachwood. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go second. I only know a couple games that we play. I only know y'all play Beachwood because I saw Beachwood's schedule, yeah. and they made us their senior night. The game that I'm like really want to play, especially for my freshman boys, is Connor because they we made it all the way to the. Are they good? The freshman they, 
the game in the the freshman tournament, we made it in the finals. It was a good game. We were tied one one, mm-hmm. and they just hit a banger. Like there was no way we were stopping it. So kudos to them. No disrespect. We should have won, but I mean, you want revenge? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I feel for sure. It. Yeah, for sure. Nah, like that's wild. And I just think of like how much has changed over the last few years. I know you've been coaching for quite some time now. Yeah. Just with everything that's been going on the last three years, um, how have you been taking care of yourself mentally, man? Oh, mental's huge. Uh, honestly, could say haven't really been doing the best, uh, but I, I'm for sure trying to find myself, who I am. That's what I'm trying to work on. One thing, two things I'm actually trying to work on is the first thing, happiness is a choice, man. Like, you get up out of bed, you choose to be happy. Like, yes, you come across emotions and feelings throughout the day. People may make you feel some type of way, but that is not who you are. That is just a feeling. So it will pass on. So that's what I'm really trying to work with. And then uh, somebody told me, it's just like a saying, all love, always, always. So it's just like, it's love all the time. Give love to others. And yeah, you're giving love to others, but you also have to give love to yourself because it's in all ways, in all aspects. So it's just honestly not trying to distract myself with little things because I've been using distractions as an excuse to get away and not confront myself. Mm -hmm. So just really sitting down, forcing myself to be like, hmm, how am I really feeling today? Like, what could I have done differently? What situation could I do to make me feel a little bit better? And this is stuff like that because there's going to be negativity everywhere. But if you can control your mind and your emotions, no one's going to be able to stop you. So it's just, That's wild because my therapist always tells me, your feelings are your friends. Yeah. yeah. And ugh, you're sitting here talking. And I'm like, man, he's speaking wisdom. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, it is so hard for me. Yeah. Like literally the hardest thing. And I feel like, especially like as a man, it's a little bit more difficult uh, to kind of just like express how you're truly feeling or like what you're going through. Cause I feel like we're kind of taught to like suppress those emotions and be Mm -hmm. tough. Um, Be the man. Uh, Boys don't cry X, Y, and Z. But it's like, as I'm getting older and I'm going to therapy like, I'm realizing, like, different traumas that, like, mm-hmm. happened throughout my life yeah. that, like, I didn't necessarily think was, like, traumatic, I guess right, you yeah. should say. But it's, like, they all align. Align. So, yeah. And it's, like, it's, like, shit. I think the one of the biggest thing is, like, me, on my mom's side, I'm the only child. Mm-hmm. And then my dad's side, I'm not. But I didn't really see, like, my brothers and, like, and my sister. So, I was independent for so long and like when you get like that brotherhood in sports and whatnot you're like oh yeah they're cool but you're not really depending on them because you've been alone for so long it's just like like you said it's that male role like i'm dominant i can control this myself like no fear ain't gonna cry because i ain't a little bitch but emotions play a huge role and i'm hate to say it but i'm just now realizing that like Something so small used to make me so mad. Like, you'd be like, wow, Montez, you look really off today. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you look off today, motherfucker. <laughs> but now it's just like, do I? Huh. Must 
must be this new show or something. Say something. I don't know. It just energy is real, and that's why it's it's crazy to say because it's just like energy. Oh, science! You learned about it? No, dumbass. Like <laughs> energy, whatever you believe in, chakras, whatever that stuff is. I just know energy is real. It is the like I found light. Like, it's literally wild because like when you're saying that, it's like the prime example. Like, when you're talking, I just think of all the things my therapist says to me. And I'm just like, shit, like, she's right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, she calls it, like, the power of agreement. Mm -hmm. You're using energy, right? It's kind of the same thing. Because, like you said before, like, the littlest things would, like, take you off. Right. Right? Someone just coming up to you and saying, like, hey, like, you look a little different today. Or, like, something's not right. And it's weird because, like, we have to train our brains to think think a certain way right she always calls it the power of agreement Hmm. right um and i'm working on it (laughs) (laughs) but the essential thing is is like say like someone says something to you right yeah you as an individual have the power to agree with what they're saying or you can acknowledge and be like okay and then change your train of thought right for me where, like, I struggle is, like, I'm very hard on myself. Yeah. Right? Right. And, like, I hold myself to very high expectations. So it comes to a point where, like, I always feel like people are, like, criticizing me. Yeah. But it's because my brain is wired yeah, to think that way. critic. Right? Yeah. But this is what fucked me up and threw me off. It's like, she's like, whose voice is it? Facts. She's like, whose <laughs> voice is in your head? And I just think back to, like all of my like coaches I've ever had, mm-hmm. right? I remember one specifically. His name was Mr. Fred at Turner's. Dude would yell at me all the fucking time. Like no matter what I was doing, if I was doing well mm-hmm. or anything, it was always like Austin, Austin, like like I'm just like it got to a point where like my dad like went to him and yeah, was like, yeah, right. "Why are you always like yelling at my son?" Right. And he was like, "Cuz he has potential." And when you yell at him, he does better. Right. And I'm like, it's like wild because it's like, I hated disappointing people. Yeah. So, of course, when you're yelling at me, like, I'm going to do whatever I can to like change that. But now it's gotten to a point now in my adult life that, like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm afraid of like that disappointment. Yeah. So, even at at work, I'm doing a project, I get intimidated by asking my boss questions simply. Like, she's done nothing to me. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, like, I don't want to disappoint you that, like, it just, like, and she's, like, you have the power to agree with that. Like, I'm just, like, and I think, it's easier said than done. Yeah, I, I get that. And I think the yelling thing, though, I think that's more, like, of a, a cultural thing because the older guys that work in the school system, when they're talking to the guys, they, first instinct is they scream. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, like, some kids respond to that very well. Other kids... They're just going to look at you like you're like you're dumb. So I think the screaming, definitely a cultural thing. Shout out to the goat again, Haggard. Like, I respected him for sure. Mm-hmm. Never was really scared of him when he screamed at me. But when he talked to me, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm in trouble. No. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Shit. So I, just seeing that aspect of like, wow. You can really get to someone with a simple conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just like, 
both of you being genuine, open, open. It's like, wow, I really don't want to disappoint this guy. Like, and I think that's like what he does so well, though, is like he has this like charisma about him to where it's like, yes, he'll yell at you, but he's yelling at you because he knows you can do more. Right. And it's not like he doesn't put you down. It's just like, Austin, you got to get back. Like, heard that many times. But I think with him, like what I valued the most about our relationship Mm -hmm. is like he genuinely got to know us. Right. Yeah. It was not just like, oh, like you're a soccer player. He cared about our academics. He cared about our well-being and, like, what we were doing. And, like, that's kind of, like, what I want to be as a coach. It's, like, I want to embody, like, what he did at Holmes because Mm -hmm. he really built that program and got to know each player on an individual basis. Right, and that that goes back to your question, like, what ignites your why? Like, the end goal for me is to be a counselor. And, like, whether, whether I'm in Covington, I would love to be because that's where I'm from, but... If I venture off somewhere, I just want to make, I want to make an impact. And the scary thing for me is if I walk into like into work every day, walk into that building and I feel like I didn't make an impact, then my day was lost, complete loss. But man, it's just so much you can do. It's mm-hmm. just kids are sponges and they watch you and adults. Some, I don't care what nobody says, man. Adults, you can pride is the fucking devil. Pride is the devil. Like, I don't, I can learn, I can learn so much from a small detail and you didn't even know you're doing it. It's just because you're, it's an everyday part of your routine. Mm-hmm. And like, whoa, that means I could do it that way. But we're so scared to admit, like, I ain't learned that from you. I did this by myself. Like, this is all me. It's just, the world is wild. Pride is the devil. It's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's I, I definitely agree. And I feel like every day you have that opportunity to make a difference. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's the most important thing. I tell people all the time, every kid has a promising future. Mm-hmm. It's just we as individuals have to do what we can to give them those resources to be successful. Right. And it comes to a point where it's like, I absolutely hate when people like put that stigma on Covington kids mm-hmm. just because of like where they're from. Yeah. And it's like, Okay, like you see that, but what are you doing to help it? Right. Right? You can sit here and talk about like, oh, they have like terrible living conditions or they don't have this and that. Okay, so why not help us get that? Right, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it comes to a point where it's like, when are you going to stop talking and act and on it? Like, make help us actions yeah. and do something. All right. So that's kind of like where it comes from. And I love, I've yeah. said this before, I love having people from Covington on yeah. here because there's sure. so many amazing people from Covington. And we're just, we're just dope. Yeah. Just. It, 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 oh, yeah, I agree. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I, I would say my favorite quote, obviously, I don't speak for all of Covington, but my favorite quote is for the kids. It's just like, I'm not going to tell that kid that the sky's the limit. <laughs> no way. They could they could be anything they want to be. And don't, they tell them, don't take that the wrong way. Because, like, the quote is, don't let someone tell you the sky is the limit when there's literally footprints on the moon. Like, and I would tell that to every single kid. Like, I would tell them for sure, like, oh, you want to be a professional athlete. It's going to take a lot of work. And your chances are very slim. I'm not saying you can't do it, but yeah, you need to start now. <laughs> like, I feel it. I, like, to- I told, like, I think that's, like, the one thing, like, I tried to, like, tell Javier mm-hmm. when I was, like, 
I still mentor him, but, like, right, yeah. just having conversations with him over time is, like, he always talked about, like, oh, like, I want to play ball- basketball. Like, I want to be in the NBA. I want to play mm-hmm. college basketball. But then it comes to a point where it's, like, okay, like, yeah, that's great. Like, let's work for that. Yeah. But what's your backup plan? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because you can have one injury and be done. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully nothing happens to him. Yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, you have what, one serious injury and then what? Yeah. So it's kind of like, and that's what I'm trying to like implement like this season coming up is telling the boys like, hey, I'm here to support you. I'm here to like help you in any way possible. But let's be realistic. Like what, what else can we do? Like I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, like we're all going to go to college and play. It's not always the case. But it's just being transparent and being open and being honest. Mm -hmm. And I think being young and graduating eight years ago, like... It's think, still kind of fresh. I think, honestly, it's, it's, it's like ripping off the Band-Aid for sure, because that's what I told my freshman last year. All of them are super talented, for sure. Stronger in some other aspects than others, but finding me, my coaching niche, I'm still trying to do it, but being honest, I found that obviously more effective. And I said, guys, you're good. You're good. You're pretty good, too, but none of you are stars. Mm-hmm. None of you. And like, oh, what? You just called us. We, we're not good. I said, no, you're not. You're not hearing me. You're listening, but you're not hearing me. I said, you're good. You're good, but you're not stars. Like, we're not going to win any games if we don't move collective as a unit. That's the hardest part. Yeah. But, teaching in that that unity. And like, and I think that's going to be, like, the biggest struggle for me. It's because, yeah. like, a lot of my players have never played, like, that organized, yeah. like, right. soccer so it's definitely going to be a challenge. You just got to get them to buy in, man. And that's that's a hard part, getting them to buy in. I mean, they, they seem pretty excited. Yeah. Um, they are very receptive to our Instagram. Um, it's been a hit, so that's good. Yeah. But it's just baby steps. Yeah. But I just really wanted to say thank you. Oh, thank you for uh, having me. That's yeah. dope. Sorry we got sidetracked a little bit, no. but it's like catching up. and. But that's what makes it genuine, yeah. authentic. Like yeah. It's not scripted. Um, right. It's just us being us. Yeah, and thanks. I think that's what... It's so beautiful about life. It's like... Yeah, I think you got a real good thing going here with this podcast for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. But no, I appreciate you coming on, telling your story. It's been nice to kind of catch up, even though I knew a lot about you before. (laughs) But there are some things I didn't know, and I think that's interesting to know. But if anyone wants to continue having a conversation with you about anything that we talked about today, whether it's growing up in Covington, going to school, soccer, anything of that nature, uh, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Uh... I'm not trying to get my cloud up, but I mean, you can follow me on the IG at uh, D underscore Taylor, but it's T-A-Y-L-O-O-R-R. So D underscore Taylor, two O's, two R's. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I'm going to put all of Montez's information in the description below. If you guys happen to reach out to him, please just make a note of where you found him. That way he's not super confused. <laughs> <laughs> but again, thank you guys for listening in. And always remember... Find your purpose and ignite your why. Peace.